Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's always great to see the bing. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind, creator of the Dream Business Academy, and obviously host of this here, Dream Business Radio. Welcome to another fantastic interview. And um, today we're going to be talking about how to 10x your leads from podcasting, which is something I've been doing a long time. Lindsay's been doing a long time. My very, very, let's give it three very special guesses. Lindsay Phillips. She is the CEO and captain of Smooth Sailing Business Growth. She is your content marketing strategic partner. She knows content marketing so well. She's a serial entrepreneur. I've watched this incredible journey. It's still, I, I, I'm beaming with, with uh, pride for what she's done. <laughs> And, it's because um, of you that a lot of it's happened. Oh, now stop that. <laughs> and she's also the proud owner of Smooth Business Podcasting and Real Estate Investors Marketing. I told you she's a serial entrepreneur. Growing a successful content marketing agency, launching her own podcast, and now launching podcasts for her clients. She has learned the true power of podcasting and I'm going to just add in here, this is probably not in her official bio, but she was a little skeptical at first. You might say Coach mm -hmm. JP pushed her a little bit into podcasting like I do with a lot of folks, but she has watched her business like literally take off. And the, the cool thing is she's very natural, very, uh, very good on camera and in um in, in voice. She's been featured on MSN, NBC, Fox, pu published in Huffington Post. She's guested on podcasts such as uh, John Lee Dumas's Entrepreneur on Fire, Joe Farrellis's best um, podcast ever, and this huge show called Dream Business Radio. And she has also <laughs> shared her expertise at events, including Dream Business Academy, PodFest, and Service edge business. I know Lindsay just truly loves helping entrepreneurs build their authority and increase visibility through the power of podcasting with all these services. So that's a take on her official bio. Let's bo box that up. I'll let me just spitball a little bit. So Lindsay, um, Lindsay's a good friend of a mutual friend of ours, Kate. And um, uh, back in the day, Lindsay was, I know, doing some different things. I think used to work at a flower shop, all kinds of different things. And Kate said, uh, Jim, I got this friend, Lindsay, who'd like to be a VA. Do you have any, can you give her some work? And I said, well, we'll give her a tryout. Very, very uh, condensed story. She just works so well. Give her more, 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 more. Next thing you know, she's almost working full time, quit her jobs. Then I started introducing her around. Then she started coming to Dream Business Academy and kind of helping me run that event from the back of the room. And I think one, one time her dad even came down to the event. I know. Really cool guy. Came to DBA Philadelphia. And then Lindsay said, Jim, I'm going to join your mastermind. And then the rest is history. She's just yeah. going boom, right into the stratosphere. So that's now the official Lindsay intro. How are you, Lindsay Phillips? Awesome. All the better for seeing your wonderful face. I miss you so much. <laughs> I know. I had We're memories come up today, actually, this morning of a San Diego trip from three years ago and like riding in the boat or the catamaran uh, and all that. Yes. So much fun. Um, so 
yeah, that was that was 2018. I was just talking with um, gosh, the amount of people that are starting to do or come back to their own live events. So I, I helped somebody two weeks ago who was who did a live event in San Diego with kind of how to how to run it and and do the whole thing. And just this morning, um, one of one of my VIP clients is doing um, speaking at an event in uh, three weeks. So we're going over that whole thing. But yeah, DBA San Diego. Now, folks, one of the things I like to do because if you're gonna have a dream business, it's not all about working. So at the end of our event, we would always do something fun. And being a boater, uh, we chartered, Stephanie and I chartered a catamaran, a private catamaran for a sunset cruise around San Diego Bay. We had some nice Mexican food. <laughs> it was a heck of a lot of open bar. Yep. It was a whole lot of fun. So anyway, um, so before we dive right in, I just want to say real quick, just a reminder, because I haven't been on camera now for like three weeks. I did that whole summer of success series. Um, but I want to remind you, my books, all six of my books are are free. It's not even still free. They are free from now until whenever, I guess, when they're taken off the air. Um, but <clears throat> so you go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble as uh, Nook Books also. Mm -hmm. um uh, the iBook store. So all three places, all six books. I, I don't get stats on uh, Barnes and Noble and, and iBooks, but I know over 25,000 books have been downloaded on Amazon, which is like, holy crap. So anyway, crazy. let's They're talk. So good, though. Thank you so much. Let's talk about how to 10X your leads from podcasting. Lindsay, as I said, you were one of the people I said, come on, let's, let's get a podcast going for your business and um, smooth business growth. You said, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not liking my voice. I'm not so sure I want to. I'm petrified. <laughs> <I'm just here>. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually you did it. You just, did. you just said did it anyway. Talk about your Earl talk. Just talk about how you got going in podcasting. Finally. I think you just, I just kind of beat you up a little bit and you finally started, but what was the, was there a big revelation when you got, when you got started? It's funny. I did it because you told me to, but I also yeah. knew, um, Hey Sally, thanks for joining. Um, I knew that I, I, it was a way for me to get exponential growth. So it's a way, Hey Jeff, it's a way to have more eyeballs on my business, so to speak, and meet more people and get my expertise out there. Um, and what I didn't realize was how many friendships, would have been created from it. Um, I'm actually working on a podcasting course with Yana Lunga, who I've known for years. So I'm excited about that. And we're close friends. Um, and same with um, all the opportunities that it opened up. Um, it allowed me to gain more confidence and speak on stage, which I never thought in a million years I would do. That was another and big thing for you. Yeah. I know. And of course, I've spoken at PodFest and of course, Dream Business Academy and some other events. And just it's it's just like this golden strategy that like doesn't give you one benefit. It like gives you a bazillion like it boosts your authority. You get more networking, build relationships. It gives you the ability of creating content and pulling all those bits and pieces and lead gen of course which we're talking about today it's mm -hmm. just uh, and you know how much it's grown and if anyone's out there with any eyeballs and has a pulse they should know how much <laughs> it has grown <laughs> over the years uh so Lindsay, um yeah i remember so i started my podcast uh nine years ago i can't believe wow. i've been for nine years they're coming up on uh, 469 or something like that number. But, um, 
I figured I was late to the party nine years ago. Oh, podcasting's big. Well, today it's like just exponentially big. I know. But I also, I mean, I admit, I, I admit all my uh, my faults and whatnot. I said, oh God, I got a silly voice. I, sometimes the little voice in my head goes faster than my mouth. And I didn't want to put myself out there like that. But, you know, one of the strategies as an entrepreneur uh, from the early days, which I'm, Lindsay, I'm coming up on 20 years. I started in October of uh, 2001. So that's kind of cool. I have to buy a pepperoni pizza or something to celebrate, but <laughs> crazy man. <laughs> I know. Right. Oh, really living Jim. But I remember, um, when I started my business, um, it was one-to-one. So going to chamber events, networking, mm -hmm. and, and just meeting people, getting referred, but podcasting, uh, writing your books and speaking, these are all strategies that go from one-to-one to one-to-many, -one right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when you started doing interviews and I remember I had you on early, I, I promised if you'd just do it, I'd have you on as a guest. Mm -hmm. And you actually got some business, I think, from the first yeah. time many moons ago when you were on Dream Business Radio, because you, you know, you just kind of settled into the zone and you started sharing about content and different things. I, I'm pretty sure it was about content the first time. Mm -hmm. And people said, wow, Lindsay kind of really knows what she's doing. Personally, a couple people reached out. Can you share her information with me? But um, that must have been a big light bulb for you because you, you, you yeah. did the interviews and then you did some more. And then all of a sudden people started reaching out to you because you did the interviews, right? For sure. And the thing though, that I do want to point out is that it's not instant, right? Like people think that, oh, if I'm going to be a guest on a bunch of shows, if I'm going to host some shows, oh, after five episodes, I should like have all these clients flooding in. It doesn't work that way, right? Like right. it's exponentially, it compiles against itself. And it like, it probably took, like, obviously I had clients coming in and stuff like that, but it wasn't until a year in that it was like, it really started to, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, you're everywhere. You're on social, <laughs> you're on podcasts, you're speaking, you're like all of these things. And then you're able to like raise your rates, right? Because you're an authority and it, it's just, it does take a, it's a long-term game, right? And people need to go into it with that thought in mind um and enjoy it like if you don't enjoy it then it's going to show and it's not going to be that great and <laughs> it's got to have fun <laughs> um that's really true what uh i have another um client who did i think he said jim i've i've done five interviews till now and i haven't really seen much and i'm like you did five interviews in like what 90 days basically which is yeah. good but and so, you know, my first question was, which is a light bulb moment, how many of those five interviews have actually gone live? Because most podcasts, the vast majority are recorded and published at a future date. So that was a huge, I think it was only one or two at the time. So mm -hmm. it, it, it is a um, learning thing for sure. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about podcast guesting versus hosting. Sure. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, my daughter, Jessica, um, monetized both sides of the mic, you know, so there's being a host like I'm mm -hmm. doing right now. And there's being a guest like you are. I think my opinion, equally important. What's your thought? Totally. And it depends on your goals. Um, Cause like everyone's at different phases in their business. Right. And um, if you need to grow your e-list and need to like get more eyeballs on you, so to speak, um, then guesting is really helpful because obviously it's an opportunity to share one of your lead magnets, your resources, your opt-ins, so that when the podcast goes live, people are going to want to jump at the chance of getting that free thing. Um, so therefore it's a really good list builder. 
So, Lindsay, I'm sure most of the people listening know what a lead magnet is, but just in case somebody's new and they're going, I don't know what that is. Talk about a lead magnet when you're being a guest. For sure. So some people call it a lead magnet. Some people call it a free offer, an opt-in. Basically, it's like you're giving a checklist or a course or video series or a resource. Just put in your name and your email and you get the thing. And then hopefully you go into a sales funnel and then on to the next offer and convert to become a client. So the free offer. Very good. Um, and, and usually you drive them to either, you know, your website, but not just your home base, unless it's set up that way, but uh, like a landing page or something. Exactly. Where I mean, that's the only thing on there. Yeah. It's really important that when they go there, they, they connect. And a lot of people, what they've done, I used to, when I was doing a bunch of interviews, I don't do too many right now, but I, I would have a page and, and I would share it in the, and let's say, um, uh, smooth business your pot smooth business podcast. And I said, well, yeah, you can go to smoothbusinesspodcast.com forward slash dream or dream DBR mm-hmm. or something like that. The forward slash would recognize the the platform that you were on. So it kind of makes that connection. So that's a really good thing to do. Um, so Lindsay, the, the most popular, obviously, and sustainable type of podcast, if you're doing your own is where you're interviewing a guest, but I'd love to, I haven't interviewed you now. And in at least I think a, a, at least I a year. Time. What's that? Yeah, we've been together on air quite a few times. Yeah. So one of the things I've been helping some of my clients do is what I'm just sort of hybrid. So just Mm -hmm. some businesses, um, because I like frequency. I think frequency is really important. Consistency. Yeah, frequency and consistency. But if you're doing an interview-only format, so anyway, I'd love to get your take on this. Some of my clients I've been telling to do um, either daily, which might be five days a week or three days a week, but it's not of it's because of the uh, increased volume. It's not a half hour show. It's like somewhere between five and 10 minutes. So it's like a bite sized mm-hmm. nugget of information. Actually, one of my clients, bite-sized chunks over lunch. Her show goes out 11.59. She shares something for about five to seven minutes. So it's kind of consumable that way because I think people are getting even more you know, impatient and, and busy, et cetera. Are you doing any anything like that yourself or any of your clients? I actually did um, one of my podcasts because I've obviously hosted my own um, was 15 minutes. And um, people were skeptical. They're like, can you really get a lot of information in that? But you can, right? Like if you get to the punch and give some really good golden nuggets that people can just go in and consume and hop out. um, It's great. I mean, there's so many different styles, whether you're hosting and talking, you know, yourself, there's co-hosts, panels, interviews, like it just depends on what your goals are for your podcast. Um, I've known people that interview other businesses that are in their local area strictly for a sales opportunity to get their foot in the door, grow that relationship, and then they end up getting them as a client. So it has nothing to do with, um, exponential exposure online globally or nationally. Um, so there's so many different reasons of what makes it good, you know, And again, if you really want to be a leader in your space and leader in your industry, if you're in or if you're just talking about your own stuff, then you are more of that pillar and that leader in the space. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people do interviews where it's um, you're interviewing people, uh, this is lack of better terms, like above your station, so to speak, that are like they have a bigger 
audience so that you can tap into their audience for so like for influencers. So it just kind of depends. I mean, whether it's daily or weekly or 10 minutes or half an hour, it's whatever is good for you and your time, your budget obviously is a factor. You know, podcasting is not free. <laughs> yeah. We have the interview, but not all the stuff in the back end. Right. That's a really important point you made about um, being a guest on somebody else's podcast, who, you know, who may be ahead of you on the mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey because you can, you know, obviously make the connection that way. Um, what are some of the ways that you can promote? Your, let's, let's just go with your own podcast. What are some of the best ways to promote your podcast? There are a ton of ways, and this is part of the, the way to like 10 times those leads, right? Is that you need to get out everywhere. Just creating the podcast alone is not going to make it happen. Make sure that you are on all of the directories, not just iTunes. And there are so many out there. Um, because once you set it up, it just goes Lindsay, out. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Directories, that's another word for platforms, right? So kind of, yeah, like Stitcher, TuneIn, right. like they, like Spotify, you go there and you listen to the podcast or music, right. or whatever you do. Google Play, uh, Google Podcasts, it's called now. There's two, um, I keep meaning to promote them and I just, I run out of time. Um, but there's two that are up and coming and they're in the beta. And one is called Verbal, so V-U-R-B-L. And the other one is Audia, and I'm probably going to spell it wrong, A-U-D-E-A, -E I think. Okay. And they are almost like uh, a cross of YouTube and Spotify. Oh. So you can actually search, like, I want to hear about podcasting. And then instead of just finding a show about it, you actually find individual episodes. Just like in YouTube, you find individual videos, and you can comment. Anyways, they are super cool. And then, of course, you want to make sure that you host the podcast on your website because you want to drive traffic to your site. That is like a golden rule. And then obviously social media, there's LinkedIn articles. Don't forget to email your list. A lot of people miss that. And if you do have a guest or even if you're guesting and you're creating collateral and assets and promo material, share it with the other person because they will likely grab it because it makes it easy and then use it and spread it exponentially. So there's a, a few quick tips. I mean, I think it's not only uh, polite to do that. I, I kind of make it a requirement. Now, I don't have a contract or anything, but I said, listen, this is when the show will go live. We'll send you an email. Here's the show. Here's the link, et cetera. Please Absolutely. share it with your community. And most people will, but most people also need to be reminded because the shows, again, you know, whatever the audio version of this podcast is going to come out like six weeks from now. Right. Yeah. So you need to be reminded and, and let people know that. Um, what are some of the ways that people are missing out on? on oh, before we go, before we jump mm -hmm. into the next question, we you mentioned social media, your website, et cetera. One of the things I've learned, I know, I know you believe this because you're really great at content is repurposing, share it again, mm -hmm. right? You just, you don't just share it once, boom. And then, okay, next week mm -hmm. there'll be another show. Like keep sharing it. The, the amount of people that's, when you put a post, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or, or send an email, the amount of people that see that is microscopic I know. compared to the people that follow you or the people that are on your email list, right? If you get an email miss it. rate of like 5%, you're a rock star. Now, the flip side of that coin, that means 95% of the people on your list are not even seeing what you're putting out there. So no. you need to be, I find people need to get their uh, marketing muscles up, you know, get, get a little stronger with how well you communicate. So 
Absolutely. And I believe in like leveraging the heck out of it. Obviously, you want to, again, share the posts that you have on your website to drive traffic, because hopefully you'll have call to actions on that page and then call to actions on the sidebar. Again, that's how you're going to capture that traffic and opt them in. Um, and then you want to use that like you have there's so many golden nuggets, right? There's so much information in that podcast. You can strip, I call them snackable bites, but you can pull out little tidbits and make social posts that are just those individual tips by themselves. You can create quotes from them, like the graphics and share, Instagram stories. With this video version, of course, you can um, convert it to IGTV size, put it in IGTV. You can pull out little video or audio snippets and put those up and use them for reels. You can create engagement posts. I mean, we've covered a lot of different topics here and, you know, questions that you can then turn around and ask that question to your audience. You know, we talked about mm -hmm. this. What did you think about it? Or like, um, what is your favorite type of podcast? Do you like the guest? Do you like the interview style? So there's, I call them engagement posts. So there's different engagement posts that you can create. And honestly, you could probably create four out of one podcast episode alone, let alone the tips, the quotes, the snippets. So there's so much you could spin and do from yeah. one podcast episode. Um, so, you know, over the summer, I did eight, uh, what I called my summer of success series. So eight weeks in a row, I came out and taught every Tuesday at three o'clock. And um, one of the things I've done to uh, kind of, which is what we were just talking about, repurposing content. So I downloaded all the videos, so I have them. And then I, I, I had a new uh, intro created and an outro, married those up. And now I've got eight videos that are going to be going up on my soon to be rebranded Dream Business Radio YouTube page. Perfect. So, yeah. So we'll go out there. And then, of course, those posts will become blog posts. And, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah. I did all the interviews, which which were great, got me some really good engagement. But now they're going to use them again and again. We use and again. it. Absolutely. Lindsay, what are some of the ways that you can track the results you're getting from podcasting? Because, again, you know. Many people, I keep thinking this one client, oh, I just did five interviews. I haven't got anything. So that <laughs> was a little impatience. But also, how do you know? I yeah. Mean, so much of what goes into this great cake that we bake, right? An entrepreneurial <laughs> land. There's so many ingredients and some of them, you know, when you bake a cake, you got this, I guess flour would be the biggest thing, but then you got a little dash of this. Well, that dash is very important, even though it's on a smaller scale. So if podcasting is just one part of your overall marketing strategy how do you know at least in the world of podcasting which is what we're focusing on how do you know if you're getting results from your time and efforts there yeah i mean one thing i noticed is that the more interviews i did i actually started getting approached by interview companies yeah and um <laughs> awesome <job>. Jeff <laughs> um like i started getting approached be like hey would you you know would you be on this show would you want to have this as a guest so people start coming to you, which is really cool. And then, but in regards to tracking, I actually have a whole system that's a guest tracking system. And you can actually download it for free on my website. Um, it's uh, a lead magnet or opt-in, as we were mentioning earlier. I'm sure people just caught that. Go, go, go ahead and tell the URL. Yeah. So, oh, it's smoothbusinessgrowth.com and it's on the resources page. But what I do is like, as an example, when you're guesting, there's a whole spreadsheet. Who have you pitched to, to be on their show? Which ones are being scheduled to have the interview? Which ones actually recorded? 
<clears throat> and then which ones have gone live so you can track because it's so easy like oh i did an interview three months ago you forget it so easily like did it go live or you can't just trust that they're going to email you because you never know and so right. you can reach out did it go live and then when it went live have you um pushed it out on social and then obviously have you repurposed the other element of that is are there special links or uh, even affiliate links that have been shared so for example if i was sharing a specific lead magnet like you said earlier i could have smoothbusinessgrowth.com dream or gym or whatever and that's actually a pretty link that forwards to my lead magnet and then i can see how many clicks i got on that pretty link so i know how and then how many opt-ins did i get during that period and then you can see okay these amount of um new leads that i got are attributed to this person's podcast so then not only do you know whether to go back to their podcast or not but you also can kind of figure out um what topics are resonating and then you can also figure out which types of podcasts to be on mm. i actually had a client that was going on um and i can't remember the exact category but let's say they were on finance <clears throat> finance podcasts a whole bunch of them she got a ton of leads but they were all like tire kickers they were not ideal so like what's the point right don't go on any more finance podcasts yeah and then so she switched it up and went on a different and i can't remember the type right now but she went on a different type of podcast and started getting interviews on those they were less leads that she was getting, but the ones that she was getting converted to clients. So go. knowing that kind of data is like, it, it, it's game changing. Uh, so I have another question, but I'm going to let uh, Sally jump in. Can, what was the URL you gave again? Yeah, smoothbusinessgrowth.com. And then you'll see resources. So you can go to the resource page there. And, and if I could type fast and pay attention, I'd put it up. But since I can't do it, <laughs> I'm way beyond my uh, comfort zone of I know, I page, just do doing I this. So there we go. Um, so we'll, we'll put that up in the comments section on, mm -hmm. on the uh, Facebook page where this is now playing live. Um, so we got about, uh, you know, maybe five to seven minutes, Lindsay. Um, I, I had a point to make before Sally popped on with a question. Uh, I, oh, I, I know what it is. Right. So when, when I started, when I made a decision after, you know, our mutual friend, David Phelps wrote a book, what's your next. And one mm -hmm. of the chapters was about your legacy. And I'm going, Hmm, I'm 63. Maybe I should start thinking about my legacy. <laughs> and I decided I wanted to help more entrepreneurs, but I don't want to work more than three days a week. Cause I love this lifestyle. And that's when it came to me. Well, let's just give away your books. Right. Cause there's a lot of good information. Yeah. And so I actually said to a team member of mine, I think we'll give away 5,000, but if we hit 10, that'd be great. So, I mean, at 25,000, I'm, I'm stymied. But um, the point is when so many people started downloading the books, um, I actually created six landing pages, all the same one, but the forward slash uh, was the title of the book. So, you know, getchimpalmer.com forward slash, uh, just say yes, or decide, mm -hmm. whatever. And to my chagrin a little bit, the numbers are not there. So what I did is I had a page put into the Kindle version that said, hey, glad you got the book. Go here for some stuff. What I've learned, and I've talked to some other people, some book marketing experts, when you're doing a free book, um, so 25,000, he said, on average, and I don't know how scientific this is, but 10% of the people who download the book will actually read it. So mm -hmm. in reality, I say 25,000 people, but 2,500 may have read it. Still a big yeah. number, mm -hmm. but- 
I just want you to keep that in mind. So if, if I go on a podcasting to bring this full circle, if I, in fact, I'm going to be on Lindsay's podcast in a couple of weeks. And if I go there and I, 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 I give a URL like we just did, Oh, my buddy Lauren just bailed me out. That's great. I'll show you that in a second because my hands are going. <laughs> so if I go on Lindsay's podcast, I go, gosh, nobody's reaching out. What I've also learned, this is really hard to believe, is that you have to have patience. Stuff's mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> Gym I know. No it's hard. I've actually gotten clients. What One of my, I call this the longest level of patience. One of my current <laughs> coaching clients, not current, but used to be with me, was with me for like two years. He heard me speak in Houston back when I was doing my newsletter, No Hassle newsletter talks. And like, I was like four years later, he joined my mastermind four years after he heard me speak. So if I had said, I got nothing out of Houston, right? (laughs) So anyway, um, see, this is is smoothbusinessgrowth.com. There you go, Lauren. Lauren. And then you go to the resource page. There we go. We've got some good people here. Okay. We got to start wrapping it up. Um, so I, I really want to, I want to ask another question. I want to make it such a brilliant one. So what a great host I am. Um, what, do you have any idea about the ROI? I know people are, oh, what's the ROI on social media? What's the ROI on this? And again, to me, sometimes you don't know, but it's the collective. You said something very interesting earlier, and I've heard this. It's you're everywhere. So if people hear you on a podcast as a guest and then they make they follow you and they learn about your podcast maybe they read your book maybe they check out your video and and they see you on different ones if you're guesting a lot it's like wow this person's everywhere the natural assumption at least for me is that people go wow this person's like everywhere must be somebody right they must know their stuff yeah so how else do you um how else do you uh, measure ROI if there is such. It a is way. a hard one, especially things that are like authority, right? Because there's so many different influence exposure. Like you can't say, "Oh, I got this one lead," like kind of a thing. Yeah. But again, tracking um, those leads and your opt-ins, or, or you can have a special offer that you only talk about on podcasts. Um, and then just even like when you are getting clients, like ask, where did you hear about me? And I always, when any, I get a prospect, how did you hear about me from a podcast? I'm like, perfect. And then it's just like tracking those results. Right. And knowing that, um, and if you are using affiliate links for certain things, that's obviously definitive tracking the number of leads that you're getting and the stats for clicks and opt-ins for what you're offering is obviously, um, you know, a factor, but then even just, um, the opportunities that you're getting the like, Oh, I, you know, I've been on summits, I've been on, you know, giveaways, I've done partnerships. So all of those things can't be discounted. It's not all about the leads and who turned into a client. Yes. It's part of it, but it's like, they're all stepping stones and they're all going to bring your business forward. So I think we need to get our head out of like, oh, it hasn't been monetized. Like, (laughs) yes, you need to monetize. And there are there's just too many elements and variables. It's hard to say, but you do need to track and think about those things. And and is it helping you achieve your business goals faster? I guess is the bigger picture. People buy when they're ready to buy. Not because you're on an interview, not because you mailed a newsletter, not because Mm -hmm. you did a video. People buy when they're ready to buy. Your job as a marketer is to always remain top of mind. So when they're ready to buy or ready to refer, 
you're the one they're going to think of. What a great interview. My goodness, Lindsay, I know that people uh, want to connect with you. By the way, folks, Lindsay gets, I mean, my ultra highest recommendation. This is a person of not only super smart, but I mean, she is integrity. She's always building more and more value for her clients. So um, go learn from her. What would be the place to do that? Uh, either connect with me on Facebook. Don't be afraid to DM me. Um, I answer everything, um, and, unless I'm camping. And is, that then, you or one um, of your, is that you or one of your team members pretending to be you? No, it's me. <laughs> I know. Always me. Um, I know. I shouldn't, but I do just because, I don't know. I'm just that way. Um, yeah. I like the personal touch. And then yeah. uh, thanks, Eugene. And go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com and check out my articles, resources. I love helping people. And honestly, that's all I ever care about. And so go go tell Lindsay you heard her on Dream Business Radio because yes. she tracks this stuff. And, you know, it's really annoying when she doesn't think it's working. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lindsay, what a what a what a as usual, what a great time. And I know. always fun sharing. seeing you again. I know we we really got to find a way to get together again. But you're you're up I on know. the north side of the border there. So one of these days we'll do that. I know when the borders open. There we go. Okay, uh, Lindsay Phillips, and that's smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Go there. And folks, that wraps up this episode of Dream Business Radio. We're going to start doing some more live episodes of Dream Business Radio, which is kind of fun. And awesome. then and then what happens? Six weeks or so, they'll turn into an audio. You think you just learned a lesson there. If you're, interested, if you're interested in being part of my Dream Business Mastermind, go to dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. Remember, get free digital copies of all six of my books. Download all six, and if, if, if it works, you're going to read one of them. I don't know what that math is. I just made that up. That's it, folks. Until this time <laughs> next week, another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Thank you, Lindsay. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.